to watch what crap is. A podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about. Hun, you bros, darling, welcome to Housewives on the Island, baby. Housewives on the Island, baby. Viva. 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 Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hello, Benjamin Moons. Hello. God, I love that theme song. I'm, uh, I was, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't sold at first and now it's all I can think about. I spent all week singing it to myself everywhere I went. I'd be like, well, I got to put some laundry in the washing machine. How's that in the island, baby? Forget the bodies, not it. Yeah, it's a it's a lot, you know, and we spend so much time on Bravo, like criticizing how much people can sing. And, you know, was Candace's single good? Is the band really just trash? All of that. But, you know, you get to this and this is how to do it. This is like that. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to sing it anyway. I'm not that island, baby. <laughs> so let the body stop. I'm going to yes. I have to, like, really commit to learning all the lyrics because I there's. I feel bad that I have to sort of like peter off after so let the party start until I get to the fever, fever, feel it. Can you feel it on fever, fever? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so visceral. Well, everybody, welcome to the show. This is episode four of Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip Season 1, Kai. Now, if you're wondering, hey, how come they're just on episode four when there's been five episodes released? Why aren't they doing episode five? Guess why? Because Bravo is trying to fuck with us. Okay, they're constantly <laughs> trying to fuck with us. Like, can we have a moment? They gave us a little time off for Thanksgiving. We took the time off and then they surprise released another episode. So we tried to catch up last week. And now guess what? We're not caught up at all. Are we? We're not caught up and that we're just not going to be caught up. OK, we, that's what we've decided. We're just going. We cannot we cannot keep up with the relentless pace of the housewives and the island, baby. And so yeah. we are just like. We're on episode four. <laughs> Next week we'll be on episode five. <laughs> you know, we'll we will we we are going to cover all the shows in due time. But you know, it's a streaming show. That's just the nature of recapping streaming shows. And so, um, you know, we're here. Uh, I actually, so Ronnie, I watched this episode a week ago from today, actually, and I took all the notes. And I cannot remember anything, and it will all come back to me as we talk about it. But like, everyone will have to forgive me if I like fully am like cloudy on certain things at first <laughs> and then they will come rushing back to me i'm sure but you know that's just like what island life is like on the island baby <laughs> fever i've had like a i've had a Thanksgiving. i basically was like like ben in thanksgiving baby ate too much turkey fever Oh it's that Thanksgiving binge, man, it starts and then it just gets worse every time. Like I'm really starting to understand food addiction and what it means. Like yeah. the first day, okay, I'll have a little pie. Okay, all I had to make for my family thing, all they asked for was mac and cheese. Simple enough, right? Yeah. No, I made mac and cheese, corn, you know, cornbread muffins, um, yeah. popover Parmesan mm -hmm. bites, um, cheesecakes. I made a pumpkin cheesecake and a plain cheesecake. And I made like yeah. little mini ones, little muffin tins that was, with a graham cracker, cracker crust. And then last night, it's like I haven't had enough. So I made focaccia bread because yeah. I really want to get good at making focaccia bread. Why? I need to lose 100 pounds. Why am I practicing focaccia bread? Why? I'm right there with you. I was just going to make turkey stuffing and sweet potato, you know, sweet potato casserole. And then I'm like, well, I really should do an apple pie too. So I do an apple pie. And then I'm like, well, maybe I'll make some farro something or another. So I made a farro. And then I'm doing this gravy thing. And it's like, 
you know, I think both, both of us both really enjoy cooking and we enjoy cooking for people. So I think that's part of it. But like, wow. It was but like that food co- Like it's, it's, you don't even get the payoff because everybody brings something for Thanksgiving. So there's yeah, so much food. You know, it's a bounty. I guess that's the point, you know, to be wasteful, bounty. you know, Americans or whatever. But there's so much food. It's like I always feel like nothing is eaten. You know, it's like I make all yeah. this food and I'm all resentful. And my sister had to be like, well, but nobody really ate each other's food. Like, everybody had a bite of everything. You know, that's the point. Oh. Right. And then you're stuck with the leftovers for days and days. Like, you yes. know what I had for breakfast yesterday? I had I had stuffing with an egg on top. So, like, I'm oh, just – it was delicious. But I'm, like, oh, eating stuffing. God. I'm, like, turning stuffing into every meal. Like, yeah, you know, it's like too. stuffing for dessert. Because stuffing – it doesn't even sound healthy. There's like no way in which he- stuffing could ever be healthy. I mean, the name of it, stuffing. You don't stuffing does not speak of of <laughs> losing weight. Okay, right. stuffing literally implies you're just plumping yourself up, and I'm just stuffing. I'm literally stuffing myself every day. Yum, delicious. Okay, so speaking of stuffing ourselves, just kidding, nobody eats here. Let's go to Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip episode 104. So this opened up with like a little cute French scene with Luann and Michael flirting, and there's like a French song playing. And I have a question for my French people out there. Mm -hmm. Why are you guys obsessed with girls who sound like they're 10 years old singing songs <laughs> like every French good song surge. i hear is like ding 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 oh yeah everything is like bijou 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 <laughs> you know <laughs> it's you're right it is like a very french thing to be well i feel like there's like three types of french songs there's like the edith piaf thing where someone sounds like they're slowly being sucked down a toilet and then they're like gone under the into the toilet pipes and then there's like the songs and then there's like that french punk thing where it's like bonjour je m'appelle ben mandelke whoa (laughs) yes fancy rapping i call that yeah french rapping yeah fancy fancy rapping what um, so here what we are you? with some Luan rapping, uh, or Luan French, which goes like this. <laughs> That's what Luan's song sounds like in French, <laughs> just like it sounds in English. Yeah, it's it just sounds like a certain uh, cycle of the dry, of like a dryer, you know, yeah. or a washing machine, you know. So then, um, uh, so Luan is Michael and his mom are in the kitchen because the mom is the chef of the villa. And Luann's like, oh, bonjour, uh, je parle français. Uh, what are we eating here? Because uh, it, it looks like it might be a little hot in the terrace. But she's saying it all in French. And uh, Michael's like, d'accord, we, oui. if you want to eat inside, we can do that. She goes, well, well, I see it's already done. So, <laughs> oh, look at me flirting about eating outside or inside. <laughs> The art of flirting is almost extinct, and I love that Michael has perfected his art. <laughs> and then we see their their examples of flirting, which are, you know, her bossing him around. And then um, a clip of him trying to say sexy in French and her not understanding the word. And yeah. then Teresa going, I'm just married, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then um uh also i want to point out that she's like flirting with him and um michael is like oh uh he, he says well uh at 11 o'clock the taxis are coming and taking us down to the buggy and so we're gonna have some land towards she goes oh what fun and she's like 
flirting and he's like the she has just said that like he is keeping the spirit of the art of flirting alive and he's like so uh we have some taxis coming and then uh we have a sushi chef that's coming oh oh that flirting just out of control michael stop stop <laughs> ma'am i need you to sign for this fedex package <laughs> oh you flirt you massive flirt of course <laughs> i'll give you my number oh michael let the games begin mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like fully like She's fully flirting, and his mom is right there like, my son has wife. You know this, right? Yeah. So, uh, darling, baby. Let's get the party started. And then, can you feel the party fever? I wrote, can you feel the island feta? That's what it was autocorrected <laughs> to, which I kind of like. I would love that. Yeah, Island feta. <laughs> so it's oh day God. four. Have you had island feta before? It is so good. Get the island set up. So, oh, stop <laughs> your flirting, you. music person. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't stand it. Every time I go to a cheese counter, I just ask for some feta. Everyone has to flirt with me. You know, I was walking around to TJ Maxx the other day, and a Megan Trainer came on the, on the radio, and I said, you know what, Megan Trainer, Stop flirting with me. It's all about that pace. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> flirting everywhere you go. <laughs> And they said, okay, uh, Cashier 11's opened up. And I said, how about you stop opening up? Enough flirting, Cashier, am I right? (laughs) Self-checkout. It's not masturbation night here. Stop flirting with me, (laughs) self-checkout. Anyway, we're crazy today. So it's day four, uh, 9.32 a.m. I'm glad we knew exactly what minute it was for this. And uh, Kyle's, it's like it's too bright for Kyle and, Teresa, Teresa's opening I'm up on one Beverly of her cars. It's Beverly Hills time. It's Beverly Hills. <laughs> In my town, we don't wake up to this brightness. Yeah. So Teresa's opening up a card from Louis. Like, ha, ah, it's a card. And oh my God, uh, I'm going to go to Ramona's room. So she goes to Ramona's room, and Teresa is so one of the people, one of these people who knocks by saying, knock, knock, while she's knocking. Hmm. Just knock on the door. Okay, we know what you're trying to say. Okay? It's not a foreign language. Teresa. <laughs> <I know>. Mama. <laughs> so, um, so Teresa invites Ramona for a walk, and Ramona's like, "Oh my God, the cards! Let me hear about the cards, okay?" So then we cut over to Kenya, who um, she's like, uh, she's just—I think she's out on her balcony, or whatever, trying, or she's talking to Luann. She's like, she needs to find out who is blasting music out of their speakers last night. Luann's like, "Well, probably Ramona. She's the queen of putting." The music on blast. She's blasting the music. I'll tell you what that is. Not flirting. Am I right, Michael? Am I right? Wink, wink. At night, she likes to play Perry Como while she scrolls through screenshots of page six stories about her ex-husband and tries to cry. So it was probably her. It was probably her. (laughs) And Kenny's like, "Uh, I don't think this was her type of music. This was rap. (laughs) And then we go back to Ramona. She's like, whoa, Teresa, that color. I love that color on you. What is that? Baby skin, so pink. It's like skin <laughs> on a baby. You're like a really old-looking baby. I'm like a young-looking baby, like a real one. Oh my god! Read me a card already. Read me a card. So she's like, okay, uh, this is the first one that Louis gave me. And she's like, oh my god, look how pretty with all the kisses he wrote on there. Look at all the kisses. Okay, whoa, I'm gonna read this. Okay, the person who loves you more than anyone else in the universe. X O X O. Who's Saxo? I don't get it. 
<laughs> Boop, all those kisses. That was me, actually. I got real horny for it. All right, you know what? Just get on to the next car, guy. And Teresa's like, yeah, I'm just showing these to Ramona's because I think Ramona's a little lonely and I feel bad for her. And then it, it's Ramona side-by-side side, confessional. And she's like, I would love for a man to write me love letters every day. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> I think that Ramona needs some vitamin D in her life, you know, you know, get, because vitamin D, like, knock, 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 it's a penis. <laughs> that would mellow her out. This is day, uh, this is day four. Look, it's two little cats, and it says, you give me the chills all over, I wanna duddle with all over the fuck. You know what? I can read, okay? Just please stop talking. My brain's looking out of my ear. Okay, old baby? I don't understand. I, I love that. It's two little cats, and they say, you give me the chills all over. I want to cuddle with you forever. I don't understand the, like, the the gimmick with that. I don't understand the punchline or the wordplay in that card. It's just, like, three yeah. separate concepts just strung yeah. together in a card. And I was like, what? This is so, so beautiful okay it's two cats one the cat's a little cold the other cat wants to cuddle okay because that cat is emotionally needy because it didn't get enough affection from its cat father okay i love the story here yeah and then after that i got day five day six day seven day mm, eleven eight 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 <laughs> knock knock <laughs> You know what? I've gotten to know you, and I think that you're, like, a beautiful person inside and out. And, like, I think that you have, like, so much love to give. And, like, I know you're going to find it, and I know you are, and I want to give you, like, energies. And, like, you're going to find that love because I did. Like, I, I never thought I'd find love, but guess what? Love came knock-knocking for me. Knock-knock. Yeah, you know, I went from learning to make a dildo out of a screwdriver from a woman named Paco at camps to finding the love of my life. You will do, Ramona. <laughs> She's like, whoa, you know what? I'm ready. I am. I am. You know what? So I did put out in the universe what I want. Someone who's in his 50s. Someone who's semi-retired. Someone who doesn't hold a grudge. Someone who can hold me tonight and I'm crying and begging God to be Jewish. Someone who's older. Okay, how are you going to say someone who's older when you just said someone in his 50s? No, no, someone whose children are older. Whose children are older. Oh, okay. I was like, that's some Teresa math you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Someone to hold me. Someone to love me. Someone to tell me I'm all right, okay? So then um, Teresa's like, what about John's? Huh? What about John's? Like, maybe you should, maybe you should let him know, like, just how, like, how come you just be like, how come you're not with someone and see what he says? Yeah, the uh, restaurant owner who's like trying to bone everybody he sees on camera sounds sounds like a solid choice, Teresa. The, Thanks. The, the the guy who escaped whatever in the U.S. to live like a Peter Pan lifestyle on Turks and Caicos sounds right. great. And she goes, take it slow, Ramona. And Ramona's like, you know what? I need to let him know I can live anywhere. You know what? I need to bring, yeah, that's moving slow, okay? That's moving <laughs> slow. I can live anywhere. I need to bring that up in conversation. She goes, yeah, put it out there. Actually, now, I like now, I say, when he says, where do you live? I say, I don't even know right now, okay? And she starts scrunching her hair. You know how she does that thing? She's like, yeah. She starts, like, shimming one shoulder and scrunching her hair. She's like, I should keep a toothbrush in your bathroom so I can brush my teeth in the morning while I polish the wedding ring you're about to give me okay anywhere we live 
look, I don't even know where I live. Look, I have my clothes are wrapped up in a bindle with a stick and I just get on a train and I just try to ride the rails as far as I go. I don't know where I'm going, but I sure know where I've been, okay? <laughs> and Luann downstairs is going, girls, let's go. And Michael Michael says, uh, we have to leave soon. She goes, um, I know, that's why I'm yelling let's go in English. Ha <laughs> flirt. <laughs> How about less flirting and more breakfast serving, if you know what I mean, okay? So, um, so then the girls all gather for breakfast, and Kyle starts. Um, Kyle starts telling a story about Teresa taking a. She, this is a classic Kyle thing where she basically insults someone, but she wraps it up in like a. Isn't this a cute, funny story? And she's like, "Oh my god!" The other day, Teresa was taking a pick in a hammock, and she goes, "Louis loves hammocks." Ha <laughs> She's basically mocking Teresa for being an idiot. Yeah. Um... Uh, and Luann's like, well, I had a conversation with my... Oh, by the way, I have to point out Kenya. Kenya's just so Kenya. I think she's really enjoyable, first of all, on Ultimate Girls Trip. I'm really liking her. But this is just so Kenya's personality. So she's standing on the balcony, and she's got sand in her shoes. So she takes her shoe, and she just yes. pours it over the balcony. And then she yells down, if someone finds a sock down there, it's mine. Okay, you know people are down there. You just dump sand on their heads. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? So back at breakfast, Luann's like, hmm, is anyone else's eggs just a bit sandy this morning? Anyway, I had a conversation with my guy in Tulum this morning. See, I really only try to date men who live in places that my name is in, like Tulum. Anyway, he's coming my way to the Hamptons, which I really wish was called the Loomtons, but... Didn't really catch on when I tried to sign a petition for it. I've always wanted a Latin lover, and now I have one. There are no strings attached, and it's easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. I think it's <laughs> important people enjoy their sexuality and have sex. It's very good for the soul. You should have sex as easily as you sing. <laughs> Old Man River! Well, what I'm trying to say is I want to have sex with Michael. Did I say that out loud? Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I I want to take my Tulum man to something exotic and swanky, and uh, which reminds me, you guys went and saw Erica Jane in Chicago, right? Talk about exotic and swanky. Chicago and Erica Jane. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> I like when she said, I want to do something really exotic and sexy, or and swanky. Kyle goes, has he seen your show? <laughs> and she goes, she goes, uh, no, he hasn't because of COVID. And Carl says, oh, my God, that's the same as Erica in Beverly Hills, which is kind of like here, but not at all. God, I'm from Beverly Hills. And uh, yes. she goes, well, that's not an easy role, you know, playing Roxy. And Cynthia goes, well, Nene did it and Candy did it. We've got some talent in Atlanta. Okay, not <laughs> denying that you have talent in Atlanta, but no, they did not do it. They did Chicago, but they did not play Roxy. They both played Mama Morton. Thank you. Get your role straight, ma'am. Well, that's funny that you say that, Rondel and other people who are watching, uh, because they did ask me to play Mama Morton. Well, actually, now come to think of it, I think I was just asked if I wanted a coupon for Morton's sea salt. But either way, I still was involved with something called Morton. So I looked this up because I didn't remember what the end to the story was when it came up on the reunion because she had said she was going to she was going to do Broadway. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. So I looked up the story and basically they did offer her the role. It was true that they offered her the role, but it was subject to vocal coaching. Um, Like she had to actually like go to a vocal coach and she said it was too much work because she had to rehearse too much. So she ended up saying I thought that what happened was that 
she jumped the gun on the announcement and she was like, well, I'm going to be in Chicago. And then they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then they like rescinded it. And then like, is it that they like sort of like made it, they sort of like softened the blow by saying, oh, there was like a scheduling, uh, scheduling issue. Or am I just making up lies? Well, all the stories, there were multiple stories. Of course, it's always one story that everybody copies, you know, but it was, I think on page six. And it said that the, the offer was, subject to vocal coaching and she had to come to all the rehearsals and she was like i'm too busy i'm sorry i can't do it yes you know when you live in a roundhouse you get around so sorry i can't be there so <laughs> speaking Cynthia's... of nini's is you friends with us cynthia you're friends with that that nini's right and she's like well that's not something i like to talk about but i was friends with her and we had a contract she broke the contract and I tried charging her $8 for the phone that she never returned uh, after she broke that contract. And I've learned it's better not to give iPhones to Nini. Still have that, that, uh, that uh, Nini leaks a uh, satellite dish. And uh, she's <laughs> waiting for her to take her back, but it's fine. So she's like, I'll always have respect, love and respect for her, but I'm fine with not being friends with her. And then she tells us that what I've learned from my relationship with Nini is that Communication is key. And with Kenya, the energy seems weird, and I don't know what's really going on. That's tough. I mean, I survived Nini. I don't know if I can survive Nini and Kenya. That's a lot. Well, stop being friends with these, like, these women with these, like, oh, like outsized personalities that are really very, like, all about themselves For and real. won't get hurt as much. It's like a storm chaser getting mad that they just got hit in the head by a flying cow. You know what I mean? Stop exactly. chasing the storms. It's like when Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton went into that barn full of saws during a tornado. Like, you got to think about that. <laughs> yeah. So Teresa's like, yeah, it reminds me of you and Nene with me and Jacqueline. Because me and Jacqueline, we was friends before the show. And I never would have crossed her. And she crossed me. She crossed me. And then we see the clip, the <laughs> old clips of, uh, Jack, of Teresa saying, but you put it in the tabloid. And you was going through legal issues, but I never asked you questions. And Jacqueline going, but my wasn't criminal and i didn't file fraudulent <laughs> bankruptcy like you did and Teresa going see that's a low blow right there low blow god i kind of had forgotten about jacqueline and so it was sort of like ex oddly excited not exciting but it was um funny to see her on this like all-star show like because jacqueline is like i would actually say that jacqueline is a lower tier housewife to me and so just seeing her again it's like oh yeah we used to have jacqueline in this bravo universe yeah. So then, um, so Teresa was so heartbroken about Jacqueline. Like, what is about? I mean, I'm sorry. What is heartbreaking about not having Jacqueline in your life anymore? <laughs> like, really, what did Jacqueline have to offer? Really? Well, she was just heartbroken that Jacqueline brought up all her legal issues on TV. She's like, I was so hurted. And Cynthia's like, that is devastating. Because me, me, me and Nini, we talked 30 times a day. And when we played Who's the Prettiest, she would always pick me. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've said that, Kyle. I'm not talking to you right now. And she's like, me and her too. Me and her too. You talk to Nini every day also? No, Jacqueline. Jacqueline talked to Nini every day? No, I talked to Jacqueline. <laughs> and Nini, no, neither of them. Okay, child, it's too much for me. Anyway. We just had that, and we had something, and that's over now. And Teresa's like, yeah, we used to talk for hours, and I don't understand why. And I'm like, uh, she's saying I don't understand. I'm assuming she's saying I don't understand why she would do this to me. But I also right. like the idea that she didn't understand why they talked for hours. <laughs> right. I couldn't stop myself. I just talk. I don't know why I would talk. 
So Kyle's like, the problem with relationships on these reality shows is that the women sometimes care more what the audience thinks than what their friends think. And oh, that's is, rich. Yeah, that's coming rich coming from, from you. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> of all people, fucking Some of Kyle. these women, yeah. some of these women care too much about the audience. <laughs> So Teresa says, uh, yeah, the show does put pressure on you, but only if you allow it. So if a relationship goes sour, it's not the show's fault. It ends up exposing people for who they is. And Cynthia's like, well, what happened with you and uh, Ma Magdalene? Jacqueline. <laughs> right. Was she in Chicago? <laughs> nah. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly my point. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So she's like, well, she brought up my legal stuff, and she probably never thought, never brought that up in, on national TV. And she was like my best friend. Like, have you ever talked to someone and they're just like blink, blink, and then you're like blink, blink, like that's like true friendship. And like, <laughs> hey, you're you're close to Erica, right? Like, hey, Kyle. If she tells you don't bring up my legal stuff, you're not gonna bring it up on TV, right? And Kyle's like, um. Uh, like her tongue is just going like back and forth on her lips. Uh, uh, it's like uh, a metronome. Uh, uh, uh. It's like dunk, 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 back and forth. And everybody's staring at her and her eyes get really wide. She's like, but the thing like, is, no. like everyone knows what they went through. And so it's going to come up. So I just ask questions that will like give her a chance to explain her side. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is funny because that is exactly what she does, you know? So whenever she says, Oh, I, I totally confronted Erica Jane. I don't know why everybody's saying that I didn't. Well, because of what you just said. You just admitted. You're asking you her just... leading questions, right, that are going to kind You're... of exonerate her or help her in some way. Exactly. Well, I, first of all, I love that, like, when first when Teresa's like, well, you would never do this to a friend, right? And Kyle's like, no. Although, because Kyle's like, of course I would want to, like, make someone have to, like, you know, feel the heat for a little bit. But, like, heat in terms of not, like, I'm going to press you. Yeah, I'm gonna let you exonerate yourself, but I'm not. But she's also, you know, Kyle's whole thing is that she stirs up shit, and people have to like talk about it when they don't want to talk about things. Right. It's like a mix. It's a mix of both her wanting to put people on the hot seat, but also not wanting to press them. Right. So Luann's like, "Well, this is a great topic because we know it's out there. So how much can we guard our friend, and how do I make this about Tom? That's that's <laughs> no. the question. So Cynthia's like, "Well." you know what, I just, I know when it's coming, I know it because I feel the red dot on my head. And it's better to just, you know, it's better to feel it than just getting your head blown off. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm like, I don't really. see no red dot on your head. Huh? As <laughs> a target. Like, don't Cynthia, do that. That's to... appropriations. All right. <laughs> You're going to trouble like... my Instagram for that one. So Loanne finally gets her moment. She finally sees her opening. So when Cynthia says, you know, you don't want you don't like you, 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 you at least want to see it coming. You don't want to just be blindsided. Like, like I did with Bethany. And I'm not just talking about that time. She stole my haircut without telling me, you know, she showed me a picture on a camera that I was not expecting that my husband was seeing someone else. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And we see a clip of that. And Melissa's like, so you're saying that Bethany should have told you first, like, I have this picture. She goes, it broke my heart. I mean, she said she was my friend. That is not my friend. And she tells us that Bethany has an agenda and it's to always have the spotlight on her. It was always about her, never about me. I said spotlight. Where's the spotlight? Oh, thank you. <sighs> Could you? 
Can you believe it, girls? She brought us to Mexico for a cast trip and didn't even take us to Tulum. You know where she took us to? To Bethany. And I was like, you know, this is really competitive now. Am I going to get that spotlight? We've seen that it says the spotlight doesn't work in the daytime. Well, I do. Sometimes you're happy and sometimes you're sad. But the world goes round. <laughs> Is it crazy that I was listening to that while I was prepping my turkey over Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. I mean, isn't that That's just isn't Ebb, right? that just the perfect thing to be singing to a turkey after you just <laughs> murdered it and are stuffing its ass full of stuff you're going to eat out of it later? I was listening to The World Goes Round, the musical review, the Candorneb musical review, <laughs> while I was making the turkey. That's what that was that you were just singing, right? Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> I was like stuffing the turkey while listening to like, problem with the world today is coffee and a pepper cup, which is actually <laughs> very much like a, I, I can totally, I can see really anyone on this cast stating that like well i'll tell you what the problem with the world today is coffee and a paper cup can you believe it <laughs> so luann is like well i'm glad that bethany showed me the picture but not on camera because it was tough for the whole world to see it and she tells <laughs> cynthia you would never do that she goes never i was at your wedding she goes well you're a good human and good humans don't do that now, hold on one second. Let's call Ramona in here and remind her that she wasn't at my wedding, but you were, Cynthia. Ah, good humans. Oh, so they start getting ready to go out for the day, and Ramona's just in her mirror talking to herself, going, Wow! You know what? I'm like Vera Fawcett's. Woof! Woof! <laughs> I'm like one of Charlie's ghosts, okay? Charlie's angels. What? I don't understand, okay? So it's time to go explore. The, they're going to go explore the islands. Today is Melissa's, Melissa Gorga's day. And she's like, so I decided we're going to start off going on a buggy tour. Because like I, I'm like, I don't want to just sit here and be pampered. I want to get to see the island. I'm like, oh, bullshit, Melissa. You are the most pamperable person. You are so pamper forward. Of course you want to be pampered. Yeah, but it's also so Melissa to have buggy day. Like, wow. We get to ride wow. around on vehicles on a street. Thanks, Melissa. Wow. Wow, housewives on the island. Wow, baby. And she's like wow. very literal. So now. you're telling me that I get to drive myself? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, how fun. It's like driving a car, but smaller and more dangerous. Thanks. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, and I have to put on a helmet over my perfectly coiffed hair. So um, they, uh, they're they all getting in the vans. And Cynthia, Cynthia's saying how she's like really glad because she's getting to know Ramona. And she goes like, and she's like, yeah, I mean, like, we're cool. <laughs> Not like uncool. And the way goes, not like all uncool. Please, if you're going to quote me, get it right, bitch. <laughs> you're close. You were close. And Cynthia's like, yeah, that's why I think I'm gravitating to Teresa. And Ramona goes, yeah, because you know what? She's in love too. Cynthia goes, yes, I'm very much in love. Yeah, you know what? Teresa's going to put that energy out for me and you too, Lou. Win next. It's like, wow, yeah. Teresa and Cynthia really winning in the men department. <laughs> You know what, Luann? It's your, it's our turn next, okay? Yeah, well, I know. You can't spell Tulum without abbreviating turn and then saying Lou and then just adding an M at the end of it. Am I right, everyone? <laughs> yeah. oh, so Kyle is singing, Woke up in the morning, thinking of so many things. She's like, what's the words? I just wish things would get better. And Tree goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. 
And Teresa goes, yeah, I'm like, that sounds familiar. I'm like, I'm like what other song was Kyle possibly singing in, in <laughs> Teresa's mind? She's like, yeah, I love that song. I love that by Madonna. Is that, oh, wait, three, it's Gia's song. I'm like, of course it's Gia's song. Who would have ever known that Gia's song would have gone spiral? For an instant, we got Will Smith covering it and other stars such as, uh, and it's like so amazing. And now we got Kyle's and Melissa singing it. Whoa. Will Smith to Kyle and Melissa. Whoa. <laughs> but Teresa will not sing it. She refuses to sing it. So then um, Kyle is uh, Kyle's saying, um, you know, we see things on the show and this and that. And they, you know, when you think like Kenya's going to be all shady. But you know what, Kenya? You are so lovely. I love you and kenya's like oh i love you too kyle yeah i mean you're just so wonderful i mean you are definitely the prettiest one here and you know like (laughs) sometimes people on these shows like are they just trying to make you look bad you know kyle really you of all people like if this was anybody else i would be like okay who has ever tried to make kyle look bad nobody literally nobody has ever tried to make kyle Kyle vanderpump here and there when I'm sure if you go back, Vanderpump has at times done things to humiliate Kyle. Let's be honest. Vanderpump loved fucking with Kyle, but not like the way Kyle does with like Sutton, for instance. Sutton, say what you were saying before to Erica. Say it, Sutton. Say it, Sutton. Yeah. I mean, Kyle, please. So Kenya's like, well, that's my whole issue. It's like a consensus. Like, let's just keep making me the villain. Yes, Kenya. You never do anything. It's all in people's heads. (laughs) that you're the villain you are the villain and she's like but i have to tell you like i know how you feel about lvp so i'm not commenting on that part but when she put you out of that house it's like uh that is commenting on it but please go ahead because i love yes and then we see the good uh, goodbye goodbye kyle montage goodbye kyle and then kyle's like yeah people yell goodbye kyle out of a taxi there was like Bye, Felicia. And now there's goodbye, Kyle. I'm like, no, Kyle. First of all, bye, bye Felicia was played out and ruined, partially by people like you. And second of all, uh, no one is saying goodbye, Kyle, as the new bye, Felicia. They're just saying it because they just get annoyed by you. Yeah. Goodbye, Kyle is the new, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Kenya's like, you stood your ground and you didn't back down and kept you kept saying what your truth was. I saw both sides, you know? Which was Kenya's way of saying, like, mm, I was on Lisa's side, but I'm going to say something nice for you because <laughs> you just said something nice about me. <laughs> but since you're the only one here, I'll be nice to you. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle's like, yeah, I mean, I was friends with her and everybody just kept saying, like, you know that she does that, Kyle. You know that she calls and sells stories. You know that she does. And so we see a clip of that. And um, Kyle's like, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie to them. So I was like, I can't even. Like, I'm just going to talk about it. You can accuse me of being a lot of things, but a liar is not one of them. It's just me and Brandy Glanville, two of the most truthful people you've ever met in your life. (laughs) So they get there and, hello, I'm Marvelous Marvin. (laughs) And so he's doing the whole tourist guide thing where he's like trying to be all fun and charming, but nobody's really into it because he's making them wear helmets. And they're, yeah, he's like, everyone has to wear a helmet. And they're, and they're like, oh, God, serious? They're, of course, they have spent forever making their hair look perfect. And then they have to put a helmet on top of it, which will dent it and ruin it and all that stuff. And uh, Kyle wants to wear, wants to, Kyle is in a heel. And they're all like laughing at Kyle wearing a heel for, to go buggy, go you know, buggy driving. And so the women are just like furious. And Melissa's like, 
so are these are these helmets sanitized? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, sure. I'll tell you this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't have picked an uglier helmet in the lineup. It's definitely not Dior. So <laughs> Teresa's like, uh, we should go shopping, right? And so basically they just get on and woo like a heart. lot. Yeah, just driving over banana peels and just skidding off the island. And uh, Ramona's like, you know what? With all the dust flying at the dirt, I'd rather just be on the beach, okay? Because you know what? One thing I don't do on the beach is wear a mask or a helmet. I don't wear helmets on the ocean, okay? Don't wear helmets on the ocean. And Kenya's like, uh, oh, she says, Kenya put us in jeopardy multiple times by cutting us off? And then we see clips of Kenya just, like, driving like crazy and texting while she's driving, which is hilarious. <laughs> and Ramona's <laughs> like, I don't know what she was thinking. She almost killed us. I'm like, you guys are driving buggies, like, <laughs> 20 miles per hour. Also, did you notice one of my favorite parts of this is Luann? Like, Luann hates this activity. She hates that she has to wear the helmet. She hates that she can't be in a bathing suit. And so she's driving. And she kind of like rubs up against the branch and the branch like scratches. She goes, fuck. She just like screams it so loudly. But they, of course, don't. They, why do they beep it out, by the way? Why? This is a streaming show. Shouldn't everything be unbeeped? Shouldn't it be uncensored? I don't know. I don't know how the peacock works, huh? So then Melissa is talking. Oh, so they go sit down for lunch. And Melissa's like, the network is always so serious about getting your order. I just don't know what that's about. And the one's like, well, when we're out in the housewives, it's always great restaurants. And sometimes we we have palates that are very exotic. Okay, you know what I'd like to get? Oysters. Okay, it's crazy. Like most people have never even heard of those. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, settle down, Anthony Bourdain. No one is sitting here watching the Housewives to like expand their palates. <laughs> no one is. If anything, it's usually to make fun of what they're eating at any given place. Right. So then they actually order. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go first. Okay, I'm gonna have the Peking duck because that's this seems like a place for authentic Peking duck right here. Okay. Um, I was giving my order, Ramona. Please allow me to finish. She's like, whoa, okay, Kenya, okay. And Luann's like, well, Ramona, do you want to share the duck and the smash burger? She's like, that's too much, okay? She's like, the waiter goes, the smash burger is the best burger in the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quiet over there. <laughs> There's already too much discussion about this menu. We had a meta discussion, and then we had a, a fish taco thing that went awry with Kenya. Like, too much, okay? The waiter so wants to he, smash me. That's what I heard. You flirt. You flirt. Everyone flirts here. It feels like I'm back in Tulum. <laughs> so Luann goes, girls, I brought this game. It's called The Good, The Bad, and The Ramona. I'm sorry, The Ugly. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly of Being Housewives? Reality television. All that good stuff. All right? Let's play. You I was like, draw. I don't want to pick The Ugly. I have daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not say ugly? It's a triggering word for me. <laughs> um, also, you can totally tell that Luann got this from Cynthia. Luann did not sit yes. down and write all these cards out. Cynthia did this. Like, Cynthia probably put in her leftovers from the from the day before, or the couple days before, and handed them over to her. Well, Luann so, probably had a first draft where every question was like, okay, let's say you're about to go on stage and five bitches come into your dressing room. How quickly can you kick them out? Let's Question number say, two. Let's <laughs> say that you have a picture of Tom making out with someone that's not me. Would you show me? <laughs> okay. Question number three. Would you get the yacht if you could get the yacht? 
And would you, stri- would you sail the yacht into an area where people know your music? Question four. Whose hair was it first, mine or Bethany's? <laughs> so, um, uh, so first question is, how has the show affected your relationships? And Kyle goes, you know, people always say, what do you think about the housewives curse? Like so many people get divorced and I really believe that it made my husband's and my relationship stronger. But I think a lot of women end up doing the show because they're not in a great situation like I am with Mauricio and they're thinking, you know, it's a way to get independence and there's already cracks and then it crumbles. Unlike me and Mauricio who are super strong and staying together forever, partially because we only surround ourselves with other great couples. I think that's how that's what happens. I think one of the secrets to her relationship, too, is that she actually works with her husband. Like, she's named on the ownership of the agency. And that's very smart because this show made them really rich together. I mean, they really wielded the show for power, you I'll, know? I'll tell you, nothing is better for a relationship than both living together and working together. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what i mean because she owns part of the business and they were able to build this empire i think by being on the show because every housewives person knows the agency you know everyone does yeah so kyle's basically like it doesn't ruin the marriage you came into the show with problems to begin with and if you come in like that i give you one season two tops and you know what she's i don't think she's actually wrong but i just like the implication that she and mauricio never had problems and that's why they're doing so well like they've survived because they are the perfect couple it's also so bitchy in front of so many people who got divorced while they were on the show exactly so shitty so they all got divorced yeah well me and joe one time on the show we had a real argument it's like well that's so melissa and joe right that that's actually a thing that it's like one time it was real and then (laughs) you know and then the twitter starts and then the insta starts and then my heart drops you know because i just don't want it to affect our relationship and Teresa's like, I thought I had a perfect life. Like, oh, geez. Here we go. It was a perfect marriage. And then it all came crashing down when I realized I wasn't getting cards every day. <laughs> so then the, the producer asked Teresa if she went back in time, like, would she do the show again? And she's like, you know, I always get stumped on that question. Oh, wait. I thought you were asking me what a cat is. Okay. So, well, I would say that my life is really good right now, and I don't think I would go back. So, I don't think I want to change a thing. Except I want to see my parents. And then so Luann's like, so there's no bees here, right? Kyle goes, oh, my gosh. Luann's just lo- – oh, was it Ramona? Ramona. She says, yeah, Ramona's the waiter- looking out for me with bees because I'm allergic to bees. Yeah, because the waiter brought some anti-bug candles by, and she's like, oh, there's no bees here, right? And three hours ago, Kyle wanted to bring her EpiPen, uh, and Ramona was like, you know what? You need to learn how to do this yourself, okay? Fine, I'll prick you with the EpiPen, but, like, gotta learn how to do this myself, yourself. And then, um... Kyle's like, ow, know. what did you do to me? She goes, I didn't even do it yet, Kyle. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Cynthia, sorry. I was like, oh, then I'll take it. <laughs> what a moment. We we're all just like, remember when Ramona. I just like, think that's so Kyle. Like, ow, ow. She's like, I didn't even do it, Kyle. This is just so Kyle. <laughs> I know. So Cynthia's <laughs> like, so what good things came from the housewives? Well, besides Bailey Eyewear, Peter's Brew, the Bailey Q, the Bailey Agency School of Fashion, the Bailey Wine Cellar, Cargo Bags, the Seagram's Peach Bellini, and large earrings that say 50 and synth, I would say. Meeting so many nice women. It's been great. 
Oh, thank you, Cynthia. That was perfect. Okay, next for the audition, please. Uh, Luann, this is not an audition for your cabaret. Oh, sorry, sorry. When so, you're good to mama. <laughs> Whoa, okay, here's mine. How do your kids feel about you being on the show? Wow, that's so funny. Because when my daughter, when she was 11 and I looked 11, she said, Mom, 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 how come I'm not on TV? I should be on TV. So when I got on the show, she said to me, I'm the one that's supposed to be famous, not you. And that was funny because she wanted to be famous, but I want to be famous. And in that way, we were like sisters. So she was like my daughter, but she was also like my sister and my best friend. And we just like got along so well, okay? Yeah, you know what? It's like we're twins. Except one twin has charm, charisma, and talent, and the other twin doesn't. You know what? One twin had to say to the other twin, Sorry, Avery, okay? <laughs> one of us, one of us went on to become super famous, and the other one of us went off to have a tantrum in yogurt land one day. Okay? <laughs> that's just the way it went. So Melissa's like, yeah, well, that's fair, because most kids just want a mom. They don't want you all flashy in these outfits. And Lou says, it depends on freedom of expression. And Kenny <laughs> says, it depends on what you want to teach your daughters, which felt loaded. But yes. uh, And Kyle's like, I have daughters. And we know Kyle. We know Kyle. Okay, Kenya, you're next. And Kenya's like, so how Wait, I just you- want to say, I'm sorry, this mm-hmm. is Melissa Gorga. I just want to say mm-hmm. that most kids want a typical mom. And by typical mom, I mean a cool mom. I'm a cool mom, guys. <laughs> cool mom. Okay, how have you been affected by comments on social media? Well, my first season was the hardest because I didn't know about social media. Even now, I rarely post. And people say that I pay people to be my boyfriend. I mean, then one of the guys that I paid saw it. And then so he was telling people that I paid him to be my boyfriend. Finally, I paid him to stop being my boyfriend and stop (laughs) saying he was being... I mean, it just costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of money. My hand to God, I've never paid a man. I may have lent some money for someone to be on the show, but I've never paid a man, okay? I want the world to know that my daughter, and my daughter to know that this is not real. I'm like, okay, so you never paid a man, so what you're saying is you hired someone and then you didn't even pay him? Oh, man. (laughs) And uh, she says, I wouldn't waste my time paying a man when I have a worldwide stage to find a man that can use me to make money. You see how that works? And All right, it's my turn, my turn. Okay, I'm going to totally pick something totally at random, not choosing this, knowing exactly which one of these little sticks is a thing. Okay, what's the worst thing that happened to me on the show? And Oh, well, I've been thinking about all the crazy, horrible things that happened to me on the show. And in total, I think it is keeping your sanity, keeping your head looking in the right direction, and just having an iconic hairstyle. That's just one of the things you have to focus on, girls, right? Yeah, she just doesn't like trolls because they're just jealous. And other cast members who try to bring you down, they're just jealous too. And it's hard to keep level-headed in what we do and not let haters make your family suffer. The worst part in staying alive as women today is knowing you're good enough and no motherfucker can tell you you're not. Oh my god, I just flirted with myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and while she's saying this, these margaritas arrive and the camera just lingers on them like several beats way too long, which is funny because Luann's talking about what's hard about being on the show as they like linger on alcohol. So uh, so then comments. And Kyle go, also says, we need a support group. My name is Kyle and I'm a housewife in Beverly Hills. <laughs> and, Hi, my name is Kyle and I'm a real housewife of this town. Mm. So 
then they go back to the, the villa and Melissa, of course, has Envy gift packages. I was wondering how long it would take for Envy to show up. And God, um, I wish Kelly Benson was here to start sobbing about that. Would have really triggered her. She would have lost her mind. And Kyle's talking about how she just went into the jacuzzi with Ramona, who was fully naked. And we see this shot of like Ramona just breast, let me not breast, topless in the in the jacuzzi with her. She sort of has her hands up, but she's like, whoa, my breasts are here in the world. I would hate it if John walked in right now. God, that would be so embarrassing. I'd be like, I don't even know where I'd live. I don't even know where my top, the top my shirt lives anymore. Okay. I don't even know where my shirt is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we Melissa's like, um, I've never been here. Like, it's, oh, I've never even been up here. Like, oh, my God, it's the second floor. It must be nice to have a regular bedroom. What is this, like a hotel? And like, she tells. Melissa, gonna, you were literally up there in the first episode of the show when you were all picking rooms. Yeah. And Melissa says that they're going to have a good old-fashioned sleepover. And then we get a clip of her packing PJs with Antonia. And Antonia's like, um, those are what I would wear. You guys are like 40-year-old women. And Melissa goes, Antonia, we are hot women. She's like, mother. Cool mom. Call me cool mother. So, so she goes in and kisses, you know, she's like, oh, my God, Kenya, you're the queen with the queen's room. <laughs> you, want, you want some PJs? Oh, my God. <sighs> and then she goes, and then we get a song. Party every day. Party, party every day. Party, party every day. And everyone gets in their pajamas. Yeah, it's going to be a slumber party, and so Michael's setting up, like, sushi, and everyone's getting into glam and getting into pajamas and everything, and Melissa loves the setup. She's like, this is so cute, and Kyle's like, this is so festive, and Melissa's, Melissa's just walking around. She looks like a massage therapist. She's, <laughs> I think she's trying to be, like, like this like, cute pajama thing, but, like, she just looks like she's there to rub everyone's backs. And um, they're, they're going to do a bunch of shots and play some silly games. And then the balloons blow away because the doors are opened. So it's like, hi, Jinx. Oh, my God. I love these PJs. They're stretchy. That's what I asked you about, Melissa. Uh-huh. Are they supposed to be short? Are they supposed to be like this? She's like, yes, Teresa. All right, then. They're, they're good, then. They're good. They're good, then. <laughs> Teresa, did you just cut two holes in Louis' card and just... Put your feet in them like they're shorts. Yeah, I love these <laughs> these these cards. She's she's like lathering peanut butter on one and just digesting it, <laughs> ingesting so, it. I meant. So Melissa's like, "Well, you're my first guest. I don't think Ramona's gonna like this. She doesn't like to talk about sex." Ramona, <laughs> Teresa's like, "Ramona doesn't like to talk about sex. Come on." <laughs> So Ramona comes in and she's like, oh my God, what's going on down here? I feel like I'm 16 again. Finally, I feel the way I look, right? Maybe I'm 13. Remember? Like, it was, remember this big thing? Whoa, slumber parties. Whoa. So then uh, Kyle, meanwhile, is going to bring it. Kyle is like talking something about her her clothes. Like, I think like her dress line or something. And so she's bringing Kenya some dresses upstairs. She goes into Kenya's room and Kenya's crying. Uh, and Kyle's like, oh my God, what's wrong? What happened? And Kenya's just like crying because she's in the middle of the divorce and she just wants it to be over. She's just having like a moment, right? And she's just saying how she just thinks that there's something wrong with Mark. Nothing's getting through with him. So Kyle just starts to, to um, console Kenya and it's off camera, right? Like the, the door closes and Kyle's just in there and we only can, we can only hear them, but we don't actually see anything. Right, and Kenya's saying that Mark, you know, they're going through this horrible divorce and it's almost over. And then he sends her this text and he's like, I was just thinking about our first date and 
being those hopeful people. And she's like, the audacity! We're in hell because of you! And so then Cynthia is walking down the hall. We keep getting shots of Cynthia slowly walking down the hall to the room. Yeah. And right. Kenya, you know, tells us that it wasn't a good marriage and she felt like she was going to stay in it for her daughter, but now she realizes that her happiness is her daughter's happiness. And then Cynthia knocks and uh, she's like, can I come in? And mm-hmm. Kyle goes, so there's Kyle, a camera with her. There's a camera yeah, with her. Yeah, exactly. Like Kyle answers the door and Cynthia's like, there, their cameras are there. And Kyle's like, she has cameras. I mean, of course she has cameras. I mean, Cynthia doesn't realize this is like a super private moment, but Kyle's happy to like underline that, right? So yeah. Kenya just like looks away like, no cameras, no cameras, please. Yeah, she's like, just shut the door. I don't want all this. So she goes in there alone and she asks what happened with Mark and Kenya tells her basically And Kyle tells us, we've only been here for four days. And, you know, some people you know years and you don't trust them. But some people you feel like you've known for years. And I have that with Kenya. You know, there's some people you feel safe with. It tends to be the people who are in wonderful marriages that can survive any curveball the housewives throw at them. And that's what I'm basically for Kenya. And that's definitely not what Cynthia is. So then Kenya is now, like, saying how she she didn't want anyone to know she was breaking down. And she goes... For Cynthia to walk in with cameras, I would have preferred to check in on me as a friend first. I'm like, I mean, that's what she was doing. You guys are on a show. There's cameras everywhere. Every interaction is being filmed. She doesn't know that you're bawling. She knocks because she wants to check in on you. I mean, it's not like this is not the worst infraction in the world if you're on a it's show. Shitty. It's shitty. I think it's shitty of Kenya. Why is she being like that? Cynthia actually came to your room to see if you were okay and go down together. She was being nice. It's and they did like she... ultimately kick the cameras out, right? Yeah. Yeah, when she saw that you were crying and you said, get rid of the cameras. And also, you're on a TV show. You're not supposed to just be able to say no cameras. Like, who else gets to do that on these shows? Right. Who else gets this? But Kenya does it all the time. Do you remember that time when she kicked all the cameras out of her house? Yes. <laughs> it's she very rare that. that you get to do that. They'll follow you anyway. And so usually anyway. this, usually by the way, usually this whole um this whole thing about like the cameras were there. You didn't check in on me on a friend is usually when there's been an issue and someone hasn't checked in on their friend in a week and then waited until they had a shoot date instead of calling them on the phone. But that's really not what happened here. This is literally like Cynthia walked out of her room and Kenya was in her room like upset. So she checked in on her. Like it was there. I just think this was like not a fair accusation to be made at Cynthia. Yeah, I do too. And yeah, Cynthia is being like kind of weird on this trip and needy because that's Cynthia, but just this is shit. I don't think she's being that needy, to be honest. I think that I think that she's being gaslit into being, you know, viewed as needy, but she's not really. I think that she is she has a friend and then her friend is kind of like ditching her and she's kind of like, what the fuck? And then it's like, oh, you're crazy. Look how needy you are. You know, you're such a clinger. Yeah. So she, they keep talking about Mark, and I'm so fucking sick of hearing about Mark. Oh, my God. You did, you were together five minutes. Get rid of the fucking guy, okay? <laughs> choices. Make better choices, ma'am. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So, so then, then we see Luann checking herself out in the mirror. This is something we're, we see a lot of on this show where Luann sucks her cheeks in and then like pats the bottom of her hair. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, when I suck my cheeks in, oh, you know what you call that? Cheek flirting. Mm, lost art. So she comes down in her PJs, but she's just like got her bra underneath. She's got it like tied up into a crop top and stuff. And they're like, <laughs> whoa, Luann, you look so sexy. Stop flirting with me. All right, you artists. <laughs> I'm ready. 
So then, then Kyle and Cynthia come out of Kenya's room, and Kyle says her signature line, "I feel so bad." <laughs> she always says that after she's caused some shit. So, um, so Kyle thinks that uh, that Kenya cares about him a lot still, and Cynthia's like, "Yeah, he's not a bad guy. They're just." Not good together. Now, Cynthia, this is where you're. I, I think that Mark is a bad guy. I think he actually is a bad guy. He's a and terrible guy. He's a terrible fucking human being. Terrible. And yeah. so she's like, well, Kenny, but you know, if you say that, that's the other thing. If she says Mark's a bad guy, then she'll get in Kenya in trouble with Kenya for that too. Because, because then what if, if Kenya gets together. back together? Right. What yep. if Kenya yeah. gets she back the- together? You know, you'll always be the bitch who called him a bad person on TV or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she basically says how they just like the, the two of them can't figure it out and they're just maybe not meant to be together. And that's between them and God. So then um, they're talking about this heavy thing. And we cut to Ramona going, I have a question. Do you guys have ginger for the sushi? OK, I want ginger. So Kenya comes down and um, Kenya's like, are these supposed to be short? <laughs> Oh, it was her that says that, not Melissa, not uh, Teresa. And Melissa's like, yeah. She goes, oh, okay. So then uh, the butler brings some shots and a twi- crazy twister game to play with shots where they have to like bend over and pick up the shot with their mouth while they're on the twister board. Yeah, they're all like stretched out and doing it. And, and um, Ramona's like, you know what? If I vomit tonight, it's your fault. I'm being serious, okay? Because sometimes I vomit out of my butt, Okay. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> by the way, Teresa bending over and getting that shot glass with those gigantic inflated lips surrounding the glass and then throwing it back was horrifying. <laughs> oh, it was like watching um, one of those claws picking up a stuffed animal at the arcade, right? <laughs> if the claw was made out of a gigantic skin suction. made out of like wrestling or whatever it is that goes into lips so um so then uh poor ramona she's trying you know that she has one foot on this color and one foot on that color they're trying to get her to like bend down she just can't do it which is she basically was doing the bend mandel curve she's like i can't get down like sorry i can't do it so then she's doing it and then kenya kenya is like putting on a brave face and she's doing she spills the vodka clean up in aisle number nine God, someone write that. Ben, hold on one second. Ben, I thought of a great joke for the cabaret. It's called Clean Up and Aisle Number Nine. What we do is you knock something over. Ben, are you listening to me? Ben. Uh, so then the butler is like, Luann, I'm going to make this easy on you. I'm going to put it in my mouth and lie down, and then you can get it out of my mouth. And she's like, oh, if you insist. And then that. <laughs> starts and playing and she does it she straddles him and everyone's like oh my god she is married. very sexy when she does it she straddles him and then she like goes in for the shot and then she like flings it back like oh like flash dance style and she's like she i mean luann knows how to she she loves the art of seduction i will give it to her i mean so then um, Melissa's like, Joe would get in so much trouble. And Carl says, if that were Maurizio, I would chop off his penis. Well, I told you I like to play games. Huh. So now so, they're, now there's uh, sorry, what? party music while they fill plates. I just thought, yeah, thought that time. was very important to get in there. I like when they go to eat and it's like, oh, yeah, eating, they're eating, now they're eating. <laughs> California rolls. <laughs> Sushi on the island, baby. Oh, so, God, some um, more games. Here we go with some more fucking games. But this one's kind of funny because they have to put these 
plastic things in their mouth like you do yeah. when you go to the dentist, I guess, and they lift your lips above your mouth so you just look like teeth. <laughs> so you're crazy. all teeth. Yeah. This is an actual game you can buy at like Target. I forget what it's called, but so they're playing it, which is it's kind of amazing that they're playing it because it's like a family game that you play with kids, but they're they're, they're playing it. So they all have they're all putting things in and so Kenya and then they have to say a phrase with their lips all kind of like extended out. So um, they're just trying to say and, and Kenya's trying to say I have problems with oh no. Kenya's trying to say old date old bait and switch of the Rick roll. But she keeps on she's like date and switch on the dick on the Rick. You know, you had to be there. It was funnier to watch it than to explain it. (laughs) Basically, wacky game. And then uh, Ramona is cracking up so much trying to do hers that she pees herself, which is hilarious. (laughs) And the camera chases her. I love that the camera's like, she's doing it. Like, they had a pre-production meeting where they're like, if Ramona pees herself, get it on camera. People just love that. And she pees herself. and then, But she's cracking up, and they're all cracking up. And then Kyle's laughing. Kyle is laughing so hard that she winds up peeing her peeing her pants too and i have to admit ronnie sometimes watching these games on bravo can just get like a little long in the tooth because it's always the same thing but this one actually seemed i actually enjoyed this because it felt like they were all truly enjoying each other's company and having really a fun time and there was actually something i felt a little infectious about this experience that i was like this is like this is cool this is like fun this is like real people having real fun yeah so then the next game is Champagne Pong, or whatever you call it. And uh, Kenya's like, well, have fun on the losing team. And Teresa goes, Kenya said that we're the losing team. And, <laughs> yes, Teresa, this, uh, we, we yeah. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's in my car tomorrow. So this Pong game is like mixed also with truth or dare or whatever. And Luann is super, super competitive as she has been with every sport that they do. So she's like, Oh, so close. Why is it going to the right? Gosh, darn it. Get out of the cup. Oh my God. Do it. Do over, do over. So Ramona gets to Ramona's. Now Ramona all night has been going, Oh my God, this game is going to be about sex, 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 sex. Everything we do tonight, they're going to talk about sex and be disgusting. So now it gets to Ramona and, uh, the question is, Ramona, have you ever used food in the bedroom? She goes, oh, yeah. We used to use food in the living room, like at the fireplace. We called it cannoli night because he likes cannoli. So we would put it on his penis. You know. <laughs> it's like, and you put Teresa's a cannoli like, on his penis? Yeah, Teresa's <laughs> like, eh, I've been betrayed by cannoli kits. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so it turns out she puts the cannoli cream on his penis. And Luann's like, Oh, uh, okay, uh, Teresa, oh, sorry, this has nothing to do with the cannoli thing, which, because <laughs> Luann goes, okay, Teresa, you have to kill it now, but she meant the pong, but I thought she meant, like, okay, you please kill this story for me right now. Please kill Ramona. Kill, kill the, <laughs> kill, kill the... Ramona before she tells me more about cannoli night. <laughs> yeah, well, they said the cream, but I'm wondering if Mario actually, like, fucked a cannoli or something on cannoli. I mean, it's, it's a weird story, right? It's, cannoli a, you know, it's a really kind of... weird visual. Yeah. So like, then, they're um, just like, Pastry Melissa. around his dick, or I don't yeah, know. I think he fucked the cannoli. So then <laughs> Melissa's like, uh, "Joe's gonna be so Joe." Like, okay, Melissa. Oh God, she's like this even when it's not her own show. So all her and Joe's like, "I'm so horny for you. I'm so horny for you." And you know they <laughs> fuck like once a year, right? So then, um, so there's a truth or dare. There's a question, and it's like, if you were allowed to sleep with anyone you wanted, who would it be? So Cynthia chooses Lenny Kravitz, and Teresa's like, ah, 
only Louis? Uh, and they're like, oh, okay, come on, come on. She's like, okay, so I used to like a long time ago, but he don't look that good no more. Um, Antonio Sabato Jr. I was like, damn. <laughs> Poor Antonio. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to say poor Antonio Zabata Jr. because it turns out he's like a really awful person. But uh, I will say that was just a hilarious shading out of nowhere of Antonio Zabata Jr.'s looks. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't yeah. look that no more. Um, so then uh, Lou's like, Bradley Cooper, listen, my private days are over. I'm getting a little more sophisticated in my taste in men. <laughs> well, uh, ever since I started incorporating some of his music into my show, <clears throat> I'm on the deep end singing cabaret. I'm in the shadows now. <laughs> Tell me something, Michael. Have you ever been with a real woman? So Kyle's like, oh my god, you guys, <laughs> what is this? Like, I have to take medication now? Like, oh my god, guys, like, I have heartburn medication. And Cynthia says, what kind of girl's trip is this? Which is a nice callback to the Real Housewives of New York fight. A bunch of grandmas. And That's so true. Ramona's like, uh, you know what? Have I had sex in public? Yes, on the beach. Okay, set. <laughs> on the beach, it's in public, set. And Kyle's like, I was at a black tie at a table for... 10 and I was I had sex with Mauricio at the table and like what she's like well I sat on his lap and was like mm. and I was like yeah well, I get it because it looked like she was dancing okay because that's how I dance I dance like I'm sitting on a man's penis okay <laughs> and Kyle's like money can't buy you glass oh they love my music stop flirting with me Kyle <laughs> so Cynthia's like who's not going to notice that I mean I don't know what kind of sex they had and she starts bumping around on her chair and I'm like damn Cynthia knows how to do it I can guarantee you Kyle does not fuck like that like, I know Cynthia, and was... <laughs> Cynthia has it going on Kyle just probably sat there and it was done yeah and Melissa was like, I mean, how do you do that? Like, what about the zipper? Like, what? <laughs> like, what's what's going on? So um, they just like have like a great night, and then it's after dark, and so it's the sleepover edition. So Kyle FaceTimes Mauricio, and Kenya's like, ha 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 ha! I know way too much about you now. Ha 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 ha! Oh, I know about you too. I just watched you on YouTube. Compelling stuff. Ah! So Kyle's like, uh, yeah, I was telling them about Vegas, and they didn't believe me. And I tried to explain that I sat on your lap in this town, but they think <laughs> I'm lying about it. He's like, oh, that was not a lie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and Kyle goes, and it was all my idea, too. Mm. Um, but then Kenya's like, you know, I'm imp she's like, I'm impressed, but in a short dress, like, if it was short, how were they at a black tie dinner? Which I actually love that that logic that Kenya used. Because it's like, yeah, wait a second, Kyle. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm trying to think about it, how you're saying it. And I'm like, hmm, I don't need to be thinking about that. So then um, Kyle basically is just running around the house singing, Waking up in the morning. <laughs> thinking about yeah. so many things. It was actually like a very chummy episode, um, but it chummy in a good way. It was like uh, it was like very fun watching them interact. It was fun listening to them talk sort of behind the scenes. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next episodes where I'm imagining everything's definitely going to go to shit. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, episode five. <laughs> but they say that after episode. every episode that comes out, you know. I think it's just such a good show. 
It is such a good show. I can't believe it. I'm excited to watch the rest of the next one. Fun all of, times, all of, everybody. Yeah. Well, we will be back, actually, with another girl's trip. Actually, I don't know when. Soon. Um, Soon. So, everybody, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, videos, bonus episodes, Crappens on Demand, etc. Watch at Crappens.com. You can find our links for our Patreon, our tickets to our live show, and all else, okay? We sure love you. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet Kuchar. We love you guys.